stay bout it. I'm not pouting. Break through walls and climb it mountains if you want it. Scream it loud. What's up, superstars? Welcome to the Brain Tainment Podcast. Listen, if you're someone who wants to build more confidence within yourself, your ability to perform, to execute, to build skills, or to just feel better, or if you're someone who wants to architect a new empowering identity, this is the platform for you. Listen, we have all kinds of guests on this program from the psychology space, neuroscience, sports, as well as cultural icons and influences where we get to pick apart their story and learn a bit more about them. So be sure to subscribe. I hope you get value from this show. If you do, if you do enjoy it, please, please, please do me a favor. Put it on your socials, share it with friends and families who you think this message could help or they would enjoy and be sure to share the love and tag me on those platforms. We'd love to get some feedback. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. So we are back for the Brain Tainment Podcast. I'm joined by Rick Mirabella. We're going to talk all things runners, the red zone, fitness, mindset, everything in between. We're having a bit of a laugh off air, mate, so it's good to do this on camera and dive into your work mates but firstly thanks for coming on the show oh liam it's a bloody privilege thank you mate i um i'm stoked to be here. thanks for coming out to our humble studio in cheltenham uh, in melbourne here so uh, I've, I've caught up on a lot of your work and I'm, I'm a big fan so thanks for coming down and look forward to unpacking not just myself and runners but yourself after this and we can uh, i guess solve all the problems of the world my brother we can certainly try anyway well, mate it's good to be here in the studio, or say again off air, I do a lot of these conversations on Zoom or, or audio only. So, mate, as a people person, it's fucking awesome to be, you know, in the flesh in a beautiful studio. Um, so, appreciate you covering at the time, mate. Yeah, I love I love face to face, and we caught up for a quick coffee when we met, and I think it's great. I think face to face is really good, like authentic, organic, mm. and um, I know Zoom is is a obviously a very popular thing these days. And I was with a lady this morning. I was uh, a group that was coaching and. She was saying nine to ten Zoom meetings a day on average, and I understand that's uh, the world we live in now. But if you can, if you live in the same city, you might as well try to catch up and, and have an old-fashioned connective conversation. How good, mate. Well, it's good to be here, like I said. To kick things off, I want, I want to know um, and guess share with you know, whoever tunes in to, to this conversation the work you do with runners. So um, you know, I've shared with my audience in the past... Uh, my fitness journey, some of the stuff I'm doing with triathlons and whatnot. But I'm very excited to hear about that. Too. Yeah, well, at least trying to, mate. It's a fucking nightmare sometimes when I'm trying to figure it all out, the intricacies of the bike, the swim, etc. But, uh, mate, talk to me about the work that you do. So what's Runners all about, the red zone, and how did it come about? Yeah, thanks, Liam. Um, I guess long time, um, I've always been a bit of a, um oscillator between physiology and endurance nerd. And, and a real, I guess, a bit of a lad as well. So I always played footy um, and always ran distance, but um, footy took over until uh, my early 20s at the very least. And then I, was, I went back, I studied, and I, I, um, I was just in a trade, and I, I studied, and I knew I wanted to coach in some capacity, much like yourself. Mm. Um, and I was here yeah, 21-ish, and I just said, oh, I, I, I want to be coaching. I don't know how to make a dollar out of it, but I really love helping people uh, and endurance running. Um, and football were my, were my goes and, and so very similar again so about 2006 I started um, coaching full time uh, so which is a long time ago now so I, I knew that I was on the track and I knew that I had an ability to articulate um, quite simply the, um, the physiology methods that we wanted to do but unfortunately with running it's, it can be very 
exclusive at times and, and I, I really wanted to be inclusive and judgment free and mm. on the track people do get a bit um, intimidated and, and there's obviously other factors at play if, if people have only had a training age of six to eight weeks or so they've only been running for six to eight weeks as opposed to six to eight years so I thought back then let's just bring it indoors for the time being to to open it up to all and sundry and, and it worked really well so we I just hired space at a commercial gym we started the company then and it was just it was runners from 2007 pretty much and it was just on treadmills at that stage so and I just devised the PRE scale which is look it's very famous perceived rate of exertion scales we devised our own runners scale I guess you could call it and it just enabled everybody from um, I guess seasoned athletes elite marathoners uh, a lot of pro AFL VFL boys down to not down to but across the board of 75 year olds um, people that are just trying to jog walk jog for for weight loss and, and mental health, young mums, and they all derive the same benefits, which which is what I always wanted. So, mm. um, and that's that's what was really the key. And so we knew we had something a bit different. And then I guess yeah, we started filming um, in twenty twelve ish for for different digital apps and and yeah, the current product, which which is still just on runners.com, the website, um, but it's we've been in the iTunes store and that we've scaled that back to this this really good runners.com through a Kajabi app. It's, it's, um, it's hosted by yeah, the Red Zone and it's been a really, really big hit. So we launched that at the start of 2020. So nice timing, I guess. But um, when you think about the other two apps that came before it, there was a lot of groundwork before that. So yeah. there was certainly no luck in it. It was just a lot of a lot of base work. And I guess the sessions now, the Runners Red Zone sessions, that people all over the world, they can just chuck their AirPods in and they listen to it wherever. So outdoors on the track, trails, grass, roads... Uh, they're 45 minute interval sessions I don't think I've covered that ever. 45 mm. minute interval sessions they just try look basically the whole structure about it is trying to improve your 5k 10k half marathon rhythm okay. um, so if, if if Liam was trying to take 5-10 minutes off his 10k time this is a session he'd want to do once or twice a week um, they are interspersed between aerobic power Bartlett and speed endurance and some hills as well if, if you've got access um, they are filmed in great HD if you want to use them on your treadmills and, and graphic work or graphics and that. So if you've got a commercial gym or a treadmill, a lot of people like using them out, I mean, indoors. But um, I know now, we think with the app, that 90% of people run outdoors, which is what we want. Um, and I think much like yourself, Liam, we've got a lot of strength every week, new strength, new yoga. We've got a lot of meditation on there. And um, I guess that's our, uh, just a sync to buddy, the holistic nature of it is really important. So, yeah. Um, my, my wife is... Um, run sound healing meditation stuff and we've got a lot of different collaborations coming in board and and it is just all about continuing to move forward with gratitude and not having to compare yourself um the 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 key to success quite simply brother is just being able to continue to show up without having to be a grind but yeah um, it doesn't have to be a grind all the bloody time and i've spoken for five minutes so i'll let you bloody no i'll let you interject but uh, too many people are just trying to force a round peg through a square hole with everything, not just mm. bloody running. They just, everything, everything. But with running and endurance stuff, it's not about that. It's about just continuing to tick the boxes, not rely on motivation, hard wiring. And it, it does take a few weeks, months, years to, to I guess, change these habits. And, and we, you speak in neuroplasticity really mm. well, and I'm a big fan of it as well. But um, I don't know if I've gone around in circles there, man. But it's, Mate, that, that, that's what, that's in a very <laughs> fucking small nutshell is what we are. I fucking love it, mate. That's really good. And look, lots to unpack, of course. But you kind of touched on it there. I'm really glad you did. I want to talk about 
what holds people back. And you mentioned, you know, it feeling like a grind sometimes, whether it is running or some other, you know, modality in, in their fitness or even just trying to, you know, start a business or explore a new relationship or whatever it might be. It's all arenas of life where it, I think the similar challenges show up. So has that been one of the big ones that you've found with people um, that you connect with when they, they're not hitting their goals? Is it in large part, it just feels like such a grind. It's just not enjoyable. Is that a, a big challenge? Yeah, 100%. And obviously, we all go through that as well. Like, um, 1,000%. So the grind and people... Look, we are wired for comfort, aren't we, mm. as human beings? Um, and evolution has made that so. And especially the last two decades, we're wired for instant gratification. Um, and we don't have to go into that sort of stuff with, with smartphones and, and everything at the tip of our fingers. So... It's really important that we just understand that we love the process. And I know it's a cliche, and, and, but it, it's just so... If we come back to the system and we just systemise it, but then enjoy it as well. But you're, doing, you're training for a half Ironman. Enjoy that journey. Um, Joe Blow down the street is training for his first marathon. We must enjoy the journey and not try to say, well, where, where the hell am I going to do this? Um, it's just about how am I going to feel good on my next run? Mm. How am I going to feel good... For the, for the rest of my day. And this, this is why running, um, uh, out of cycling, running, swimming, all those things, well, like you speak about dopamine a lot, and we know dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, um, all these really powerful neurotransmitters. If we just get the ball moving, get the mm. ball rolling the first five minutes of the day, the rest just flows. And if we compare ourselves to when we might have felt good last week, or again, um, such and such down the street, um, Instantly, that session or that is, is surrounded by a negative narrative. If we think about the grind and how tough, how am I going to fiddle this shit in? Um, instantly, that session is surrounded by a negative narrative. So it it you you're destined to fail. Yeah, you're destined to fail. So if you can just empty your brain and and there's a lot of good books around. Just it's hard. <laughs> like I, I'm especially I've got it better, but I'm I'm perennially um, an overthinker. Yeah, um, mate, I've been trying to unpack that for 31 years. So yeah, yeah. Well, I feel you. I'm telling you, it's 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 common. So I think everyone's in the same boat, mm. but it's just a matter of using that session as your meditation. No past anxieties, guilt. Yeah, wow. Well. No future um, anxieties about having to fit stuff in. It's your time. It's your time. Whether it's a runner session, 40 minutes, whether it's a, an easy spin on the bike, whether it's a brisk walk before sunrise, whatever it may be, it's just really crucial that we don't surround it with that negative stuff so it's hard if mm. you're fatigued so if you're feeling like shit you've had no sleep you've had a deadlines to meet last night you must keep the date with yourself but just back the intensity right there yeah so a zone one brisk walk how important is consistency so in that example which will happen inevitably you know for all of us whether it's a poor night's sleep you know you have a, an argument with your partner things aren't going right maybe you're just physically you know at, at, in need of some sort of rest or recouping, right? But how important is that consistency? You mentioned maybe if you just need to back the intensity off because I've found, certainly from my own experience, that's been huge when I've just gone, hey, I've set the date, I want to keep the date with myself. It may not be a super sexy performance, but I'm going to show up and then that sort of breeds into some momentum. It's much easier to keep that momentum. I find myself and a lot of people that I speak with, you know, certainly in the fitness journey, um, it's it's that breaking of consistency. It's so much harder to, to start up again. Yeah. So is that a big thing that you talk about with your community? Yeah, it's large. It's it's. I'd say ninety nine times out of a hundred, it's 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 just got to get done. Mm. Whether it's like a zone one, easy walk, just get up and get moving. Um, 
But there is that one or two times where if you go back, and this is why we are massive, and this is another habit that doesn't happen naturally to the wellness diaries, and um, obviously gratitude diaries are really in, uh, large these days. And, but wellness diaries and, and stuff like that, just and just we just rate our sleep, our how we feel each day, energy level, mood, general motivation. I don't like using that M word, but general ha- how motivated are because if you're not motivated to train for 15 days in a row, yeah. there's something at play. So one out of 100, if you look back through that, you say, I really need to sleep. I really need to catch up. You take that. But if that happens four, five, six days in a row, mm. um, it's an issue. Now, don't get me wrong. Some I work with some corporates that really enjoy moving more at night, and that's okay, unless they're doing doubles, which not many are. Um, they might train two mornings a week and, and do the other three or four days uh, in the PM just to clear their mind. But as long as you get it done. Yeah. Um, we, we're talking about mornings because uh, I think now, both our sports, I think morning is just, if it doesn't get done in the morning, it doesn't get done. Well, it's just, it's almost like the decision-making fatigue sets in throughout the day, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, fuck, all of a sudden it's 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Of course, like you touched on, Rick, you know, some people have the luxury of being able to do that in the morning versus some others who maybe work night shifts or whatever my base. Of course, that's just a, you know important caveat to point out. But if you can get it done in the morning, it sounds like that is you know something to consider. I, I would recommend it, yeah. but I know there might be tradies, night shift, um, nurses, shift workers, and so I certainly it's just about you. Look, what works for you, and the, that does come back down to you might be looking at the same. What's his dickhead talking about keeping the diary? Just do it. If you do it for five, six, seven weeks. Um, well, I've, I've had fuck all water for the last three days, and um, and I'm just I've been eating like shit just because I've been on the run, or I've got the kids, and, and I'm just trying to juggle um, four kids' meals and stuff like that. So it's about you and, and just prioritising yourself. And there's no gimmicks, there's nothing sexy mm. about it, um, and you, it's just really important that you look after yourself, number one, because then everything else will just continue to flow. Um, I think you mentioned earlier about um, when to fit it in. Look, it is you just got to fit it in. Look, it's not yeah. that easy. Do you find, um, so talk to us a bit more about the app. So is it essentially, you know, I know you do some work on camera, in the audio, you've got a team as well. Is it, are you guiding people through these sessions? Because, I mean, I would think, just going back to that, uh, you know, enjoying the process, and we know how important that is, and not feeling like so much of a grind, almost being able to hear someone in the ear or see an example of someone, or you kind of, it can be distracting in a good way, and you can kind of get the job done, enjoy the process, so, is that kind of what that experience looks like on the on the in the running zone? Yeah, mate. I haven't um, I haven't changed too much the last fifteen or so years. The the sessions on camera that we film, there's um, always two runners behind us. We're throwing a bike sometimes, and so even if you are listening outside, you've got two teammates with you. And I, again, forty to forty five minute sessions, always deriving different adaptations. So whether it's aerobic power lactate threshold speed endurance but you don't have to worry about any of that science I just guide you through it yep. so I just start by talking about efforts and recoveries and it's, let's just use a typical speed endurance session might be three times two and a half minutes to begin with two and a half minutes at 90% and again we've got pace intensity video that's very easy to follow 90% on and then 60 second recoveries and the recoveries are a static walk but I talk the whole way through to the barrel obviously and just talking about the two teammates behind me about a bit of just go off on tangents, yep. much similar to this, going off on tangents about different, I guess, stories, um, a, a little bit of science, um, a little, so you know what's happening with the, yep. uh, I guess, around your, your your body, and if you want to know that, then I think that's a nice motivator. And the last 10 minutes, Liam, is then when we come back to, I guess, 
the two people behind me, the guts and determination, the motivation, and um, you just get down and dirty. And we've, 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 yeah, we've recorded over 30 of those, so there's 30 sessions there, and, um, and they're good fun. So, and yeah, the people do, like we've, it's, it's our bread and butter. Yeah. The strength stuff's great, and we film different strengths every week, so. But again, that, the strength stuff's about building the running body as well. So as a triathlete, it's about building mm. robust, injury-proof, bulletproof, economical. Yep. You're a triathlete. Um, we need to build running efficiency. The big four, uh, lactate threshold, which we work on in all our sessions, VO2 max, running economy, yep. uh, and of course, mental and physical resi- uh, mental and psychological resilience, which most endu- or all endurance athletes need in spades. But if you lack it in one, mm. you're going to be Mate, this is um, a rabbit hole that we can have a lot of fun with and sort of geek out. Because uh, admittedly, it's, I'm personally scratching the surface of this, how important these, um, these other considerations are, whether it's you know, strength building, you mentioned VO2, max training, the right adequate recovery, um, sprint stuff. It all, it all contributes to building that running body, to building the capacity. And it, this is all new to me, but I'm finding it just from personal experience. Uh, I know a lot of people tuning in will probably relate. Like these things have a big impact as opposed to you know, just chucking on the runners and just going for a run with no real plan or agenda. I mean, that's amazing. certainly better than Nothing. sitting at home on the couch. Um, but would you say that's a big part for people actually reaching their goals, uh, whether it's you know, 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever it might be, is that, okay, let's actually be strategic with the game plan as opposed to just sort of turning up and hoping for the best because I reckon a lot of people do that yeah and again it talks to what we spoke of earlier mate with the um, people trying something different for six weeks and expecting mm. stuff to change after after not doing much for 30 years and I guess you mentioned decision fatigue earlier which is a great I love it it's a great it's a great adjective or, or um, phrase mm. because um, I guess what we've been doing for so long and what you're doing in the different sector is take the thinking away is I really want to take the thinking away from people, and not just me, but other coaches as well. Mm. It just happens that I'm talking to them in their ears when they're running. But um, it's it's life's tough, and it's about just enjoying every day. And, and if we have to think about why we have to do something, or yep. all right, I've got to do uh, six times four and a half, six times a k, or six times four minutes, whatever it is. And I'm thinking about thinking about always thinking about planning. We just, I just want to take that away from you. Yeah, and I love you, that. If you've been at work all day or and all these kind of stuff, and you, just to say you've had a stressful day, we always hope we always go out with the plans to not have a stressful day. Let's just say that a real stressful day, week, month. Um, we know through cortisol and different hormones that your body thinks it's been at war anyway. So mm. it's been in the fight or flight mechanism for for weeks on end. Sometimes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. so you might have done zero running but your body thinks it's gone to war. So you, you've got less fit as the week or month's gone on. So my goal is just to take that away from you. Have a laugh. We have a lot of, we talk a lot of shit on those sessions, believe me. Um, have a bit of a laugh, uh, but in, continue to improve yours. And one of your calls, which I do love, mate, um, is the, the most adaptable species as human beings. And we are, and I guess this is what got me into it, um, to coaching. And I've loved this stuff since grade six is how we adapt mm. as humans. Um, where we came from, but how we adapt more importantly. Like how can how can I become the best whatever I can be? Um, and I know that we've got a pretty good system there that helps people adapt really well to running 5K to the marathon. And a lot of people that can't jog two minutes um, yep. end up running 10K and half marathons and above. So I think the decision fatigue is massive. I yeah. mean, if you can simplify and succinct what we do, it's just helping people to run, but taking the decision and the 
thinking away and hopefully enabling them to enjoy it. Yeah. But more importantly, mate, taking the pressure off. Like, this doesn't have to be another stress or like, yep. we're trying to elicit a physiological stress. Stress plus rest equals growth, but just mm. just don't don't have don't have that phys- that mental stress of I want to get five k in under twenty minutes before someone down the street or any of that, or someone on Strava or any of that rubbish. So it shouldn't be that. It really shouldn't. Uh, once you figure that out, um, the rest just flows. And you spoke to consistency earlier. It's the best way to remain consistent. Oh yeah. Because as soon as you have five or six other things in your head, yep. like today's, oh, I feel like shit. Um, I'm going to run 30 seconds a kilometre slower. You do an easy jog. You do a walk. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, it's good enough for Olympians, mate. Like, every single Olympian that I've interviewed on my podcast has doesn't wear a watch except for their track sessions. Like, why, why are these guys at, at the very pointy end not looking at their watch on, on their easy jogs? But some, but you at home who's done a seventy-hour working week mm. is holding yourself to some ridiculous account and looking at your watch. So that continuity of easy work is going to pay you back in spades in the next few weeks, months, years because you never missed a session. Mm. Whereas if you got up, you felt like shit. You were telling yourself how shit you were. You run like shit, or even worse, you don't run at all. Yep. Or the other thing, we fall into that grey zone of just having a. Oh, I ran four forties yesterday, so I'm going to do it again. It's not the case. So with a runner set, you might only do two runner sessions a week, which is, to be honest, more than enough. And you might do some easy jogging, your long run, and obviously we'll set that out for you. But the two runner sessions are your goal, your bread and butter. But everything else might be an easy jog or walk or a long run or for yourself, a triathlete. You might do a brick session, an easy spin, and a long ride and a swim. So I know I've gone down a lot of holes, but I just really want people to understand that take the pressure off. Like, yeah. It should be a light, enjoyable, just experience and you're not gonna like Rome wasn't built in a day brother it's gonna take weeks and months and years and you you, you sit in front of me as a, as a 30 year old young fella you're talking about triathlon you won't peak until your early to mid 40s don't even think about peaking mm. and yeah it's, it's the way it is mate that um, it's fucking massive Rick and I really like I like this lane of, um, of of helping helping people fall in love with the process is sort of the language that I use for a lot of things right how do you fall how can you fall in love with the process of growth, of, of, of fitness, of whatever's important to, to you, right? And because that's often where we fall down when it starts to feel like that grind. So to be able to bring it back to how do we make this more enjoyable? And it's what's really powerful is even myself right now, we spoke about the Ironman training. I'm you know, obviously on route for my first um, half Ironman in September, which has been a, an interesting journey. Um, but even now, mate, I was talking off air about the, the mental fatigue and sort of starting to feel... Um, like it's you know almost draining and i reckon a large part of that is like fuck i've just i've stopped enjoying it and i've sort of caught myself out just in reflection now you know and i reckon so many people will relate to that and whether it's trying to get to a goal of some sorts or or particularly and what i'm thinking about is the people tuning in that maybe want to get fit they want to get into running they want to whether it's you know lose weight gain weight feel a certain way but maybe they're just you know, that whole couch potato analogy, maybe they're relating more to that and they're hating on themselves and they're beating themselves up and going, I'm fucking useless, my last run was terrible and they're in this cycle and then what I'm hearing you say is, okay, how can you just maybe rejig a couple of things, take away the decision making, you know, enjoy the process and then slowly build that consistency and then, you know, it's crazy what can happen with that whole adaptation piece mm. over a long enough timeline and I'm wondering if there's some people that are just, that really need to hear that 
to kind of start that process again. Yeah, I'm pretty passionate about it. I'm more, look, obviously, you, you see people do amazing things, run fast marathons, Olympics, all that stuff, footy, but this is what I'm passionate about because I've got no doubt that there's so many people out there that have started a few times mm. but have stopped more than that because of that. Um, and it's it's just old, wide habits that may have been there since they were before they remember, but we, we're not going to go into the subconscious stuff, but since before kindergarten, right? And then it's not your fault. Look, if you're out there listening, you start again tomorrow, just start. And you jog, walk, jog, walk. Like, I'd always recommend the base being bloody months long, um, but if you want to run a half Ironman like Liam in the next six months, it's doable as well. Mm. But if you've come in from not much, just look, just jog, walk, jog, walk. Like, the amount of people that do our sessions power walking for six months, 12 months like, on a bike, like, there's no... Just this should this is should be your time. Um, if you've got four kids, no kids. If you've got a seventy hour a week job or you're unemployed, who kids this fuck? Just get out there and move. And I promise you, as soon as you look back in five weeks, if you're not judging yourself too harshly, and you're not looking at your times too much, and you're not comparing yourself to someone else or your past self, you'll look back in five or six weeks with continuity, of course, um, and you'll go, well, I'm feeling good now. But it, it'll happen. It'll sneak up on you. It won't, it certainly won't, um, it won't be one, well, one day I feel great, it'll just sneak up on yeah. you, slowly it'll sneak up on you, and economy will come, and you'll feel a little bit lighter on your feet, your jeans will fit a bit better, and little things just start to happen, and, and that's where the magic is, mm. but unfortunately it takes a while, it does. so we're not here to tell you it's a, it's a piece of piss, um, but it, if you listen to what I was saying about not running fast all the time, and not grinding away all the time. Um, like why can't you just go out at a one, one at one twenty heart rate? Mm. Like, because why? Because there's an ego that to pace. Fuck the ego. Fuck the ego. Yeah, matter. interesting. Yeah, that gets in the way, and that's it. And this is something else I want to talk to you about, Rick, uh, as well uh, today. Is <clears throat> I find you know when you when you're driven by ego and you're pushing your body and you're trying to do things that maybe you haven't built it to do just yet. We know you can get there. That is important. That's fantastic. Yeah. More about having really really important goals even if they're lofty fantastic but there's a process to get there right so you know for the people and i can relate to this that maybe just trying to do too much too soon or trying to keep up with the joneses so to speak or trying to keep up with rick on the video if he's fucking looking sharp in his shorts and running real well um to bring it all together how do we avoid potential injuries which completely fuck up the whole process yeah great great entirely Great call. I'll get it before I get into serious stuff. I'm just standing and coaching you guys. I've got two people. I don't know running in front of you guys. Believe me, there's two people. Right, me, okay. Right? <laughs> oh, believe me, that would be a hard gig running and coaching. That would be very <laughs> tough. Um, but, mate, great, great question. Like, real good. And it's so true. Um, go back to the very start of your comment. There is a time and a place to go balls to the wall and just put yourself in the hurt locker. Mm. But it's only after a few weeks, months, years of work. And it's only a couple of times a week. Mm. Um, so, great question there. So, I guess that would be my biggest thing. Don't run hard too often in the week. So biggest injury tip number one will go, is go very easy on your easy days. Very, very easy. So if you've got a coach or someone that's planned your, your, your set program and, and Liam's got a 70.3 coming up and, and whatever it may be, it's just go very easy on your easy days. Now, that might mean you run four days a week. You might have one and a half days or one and a half sessions where you're going quite hard. Um, but if you're going hard two and a half, three days a week, I promise you, eventually you'll get your break. Strength training is massive, and um, I feel like people hear me talk about this a lot, but if, you, if you're a bit newer to my voice, it's so crucial. It doesn't, and the thing about strength training is, and on our videos you'll see it, 
It's only it's got to be two times 20 minutes a week or two times 25 minutes a week. Of course, if you love the weights room and it's a real passion of yours, go, go for your life. But we're trying to, most of the people I work with want to get better at running mm-hmm. um, and are starting running or want to improve their running. So we're trying to work on a lot of strength, like unilateral stuff, so single limb stuff, so single leg stuff, because we're never on two legs at once, are we, when we're running? We're always on one leg. So we're working on strength and working on skeletal muscle work, but also neuromuscular work. So really coordination, the, the brain talking to those limbs in single mind. How, how can we get stronger um, in certain areas? And again, without forcing it, without going from doing one single leg squat to lifting 150 kilos, it's not about, it's just about slowly progressing and periodizing. Um, so they're my big two. And like mobility and stuff like that, really important. So we throw mobility and we're just stretching, guys. But like lower limb stuff, ankles, hips, lower back. Um, foam rolling, all this kind of stuff is really, really important. Um, and I think the the one is to to relax the brain. Like mm. um, if if you're always um, in the flight or fight like um, like way of being, if you're always on edge, if you're always anxious, a hundred percent you're going to be immune suppressed. A hundred percent you're going to be at slighter, uh, longer risk, uh, sorry, larger risk of skeletal muscle and tendinopathies. So. Um, I guess they're my big four. I'll, I'll go through them again. Easy on your easy days. Recover well. Of course, that entails strength training, but not obsessed. Strength mobility and just to relax the mind and mind and just have more downtime, whether it's meditation, a few minutes for you, mindfulness, um, earlier nights, better sleep hygiene. I'm sure you've done all this on previous shows. But all that, and then that, that enables you to absorb the work better as well. Mm. So often if I'm saying about injury prevention... People, until they get injured, won't really listen. But if, they, if they're very type A and they want to run a 10K in whatever time, they'll listen to me when I say, well, it's going to help you absorb that work better, which means it's going to help the runner's sessions be more beneficial for you, your long run, your long ride. Otherwise, you'll just be counterproductive and you'll sabotage your session almost if you don't do this stuff. So if you do a wicked long ride, Liam, 90K threshold road, you feel like an awesome, you feel amazing on the Sunday, you you're absolutely in the hole but you feel great you feel really satisfied with how you went you feel great about yourself and then Monday you go and do a ridiculously hard track session 10 times 400 it's a runner session whatever you haven't allowed yourself to regenerate and absorb the work Mm. therefore adapt so um, not only are you probably going to get immune suppressed and likely injured you're not you're also not going to improve as much or super commentate as much as you should so there's a lot of things at play there so if either one, you're going to be doing yourself a massive mm. disservice. So again, going off on it's a few huge. tangents, but I think that people relate in, in all walks of life. If you're missing one of them, and I, I can't be strong enough, the strength training doesn't have to be an obsession. You don't even have to join a gym. But if you don't like weights, believe me, there's ways to do it. It's going to keep you injury free. That's, I'm taking so much value. From I want to race with you. I want to go to the seventy point three as well. You heard it, me, mate. You're on camera. I'm going to hold you accountable. It's been a long time since I've done one of those. Um, I strap the GoPro to my head, and when I go out on the seventy point three, and look for you, mate. So we'll oh, I'll be right back in the water, mate. I did, last one I did of those. I think I was. If I wasn't last out of the water, I tell you what, there wasn't many I behind me. That'll be me this time around. Oh, rubbish! He's been very modest, ladies and gentlemen. He's an exquisite-looking gentleman. <laughs> you can see him on the camera here, actually. Yeah, it's, all, it's all filters, smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, how can people learn more about you, and how can we how can we get access to um, 
to runners. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, runners.com, R-U-N-N-E-Z.com is where you can go. And look, there's lots of like-minded people all over the world that are on the Red Zone. So runners.com is where the Red Zone product is. Um, and again, obviously, Instagram, it's at runners running coach, um, Facebook at runners. And um, myself, you can email me anytime, rick at runners, R-U-N-N-E-Z.com. I'm happy to um, answer any questions as well via that. Um, and even if you do get our team on DM and that, make sure you ask for Rick and just say, um, I've got some questions about um, starting a program or just, just yeah, I've just started running. And do you know the ones I really want? If, if you're really flat or you feel like you've plateaued mm. and you feel like you're really struggling to get out in the mornings or just you're not enjoying it, um, if that's you, you're, you're the ones I really want to speak to and help because I genuinely know I can. And I attest to that, mate. A couple of things, you know, when I do these shows, um, it's really two things I've got in mind. One's just my own curiosity, mm. sort of be able to, you know, ask questions that I want to hear thoughts on and, and learn uh, in things that are important to me. And obviously fitness is a big part of where I'm at in my life right now. And the second part is, you know, how can we create value on the platform um, for other people? And there's a lot that you've provided today. I just want to acknowledge you for that and really appreciate you carving out the time. A lot of tangible takeaways that are really useful. Then also just that psychology piece, you know, falling in love with the process, enjoying it, not making the grind, allowing time for, to rest and a few other um, bits and pieces you touched on there. But I think every single person, regardless of where they're at in their journey, can use. And so being able to tick both those boxes, mate, and um, for that, I just want to thank you. No, thanks, Liam. And thanks for having me on. And thanks for coming down. Like, it's... Um I really do love your work and I love a lot of your shows. I reckon there's really diverse stuff on there. And I guess with my stuff, even though it's based a lot about running or endurance or learn fitness, whatever, um, it, it, if, if you're not interested in that, take it for whatever you're doing in life as well, um, or, or doing the chores or whatever it may be. Like, there's lots of um, monotonous things in life that um, have to get done. So if we can have this attitude to every day, I think we'll go a long way to living a really happy life. And and uh, ha- happiness is true success, brother. My man, I like that. I just got goosebumps then, Bill. <laughs> Drop the mic. Thanks, my man. Thanks, buddy. And that wraps up another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate the support you guys are showing to this platform. If you got some value from this episode, if you enjoyed it, please do share it on your socials with friends and family. It really helps grow the channel uh, and the mission and everything we're trying to do here with Braintainment. So, Spread the love. I would be forever grateful. And of course, if you've got some real insights from this episode, hit me up, find me on social, shoot me a message. I'd love to engage and have a chat with you guys. So that's it for now. Until the next episode, thanks again.